0: All of this and more coming up on Drama School Dropout. I caught my roommate using my mini tripod as a makeshift dildo. I was
1: 17 when I auditioned for Benidorm. Uh, my my favourite one is the first full sentence that I ever said on, on Benidorm, which is, Fuck off, you smelly witch. In order to make room for those characters, other character storylines have to come to a close.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout, the UK's third best drama podcast. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble, and I am your resident Drama School Dropout. This week, it's episode 149, and I am joined by an absolutely amazing actress who you may know from her time on ITV's smash hit comedy, Benidorm. Please welcome to the podcast, Hannah Hobley. Drama School Dropout. No
1: graduation day for you, your
0: course, now try something new, to school drop out. Welcome to the podcast. How are we? I'm good, thank you, Ingram Noble. How are you? I'm good. Let's pretend that we just haven't had a little five minute conversation.
1: About how great your name is.
0: <laughs> oh it's genuine do you know what? It's a it's a blessing and a curse. Because like, <laughs> n- and it's for the blessing it has for the exact same reason. No one ever forgets it.
1: No, it's it's the kind of name that I want to say your first name and your second name. <laughs> it's worth, it's worthy of that.
0: When I was like a teenager, like, I got up to shit that all teenagers get up to. And people still remember me like being a bit of a twat when I was like Oh, 16.
1: that Ingram Noble, I remember him.
0: Exactly. And now I'm like, now I'm a nice person. Please forget about like what I did when I was 16. But no, it is it's nice.
1: I'm I'm just gonna have to Google Ingram Noble and all of your local paper articles well, about the
0: first thing that will come up is me being a big brother reject. That's what comes <laughs> up when you Google my name. Really? Was... What is
1: what is the audition process like for that?
0: Do you know what? It's like the weirdest thing. It's that it's so long. I was I sat in a fake diary room for 12 hours being interviewed. 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And then oh. I made it really I got as far in the house as you can without walking in the house. Like, if I in the application process, as you can without... I filmed my VT. Like, I was... They told me I was going in, and then I what? didn't get in. Ugh. And... They knew things that I'd never told them. Things that I didn't really tell people. Like, Is
1: that what is that what 12 hours of intense diary room does to you? I guess that's why they keep you in for so long, isn't it?
0: No, I'd never told them this, but I'd be sitting there and they'd be like, so you're at drama school, what's happening? And by the way, tell me about your friend that died when you were 16. No. And I was like, I didn't put that in my application and I don't really post about that. It is, it's a mad process and I've realised in the coming years that I am not a reality TV star.
1: In hindsight, is a wonderful thing. And, and actually... I'm very
0: happy it didn't happen.
1: Yeah. I'm, but I'm I was sure skint at, time... at the time. I sold my <laughs> copy of
0: the contract. Like, I had a housemate contract. I didn't get in. And I'll be honest, they offered me £500 for the contract. And I was like, have it.
1: Do you know, I'm a big believer in if it's not meant to be, it ain't going to happen. And... Hmm. Yeah, I think this that was like
0: good... my mantra towards the end because m- my mum was a massive Big Brother fan. I was a massive Big Brother fan. I was the kid that was allowed to stay up on a Friday night, like late to watch the evictions live. And at the start of the process, they were really interested in me. Like, I remember I sent my application and they phoned me within like 20 minutes of me pressing the submit button. As I, as I went through, I was in my first, second year of drama school. And I just was like, do I want to be that kid that... You walk into an audition, because I love acting and I don't I'd never wanted my path to stray. Do I want to be that kid that they walk in and go, Oh, there's that Fanny from Big Brother? And that th- No, I don't think so.
1: That would be who you are going forward in
0: life. The conclusion that I sort of came to at the end with my mum, because I, I said my mum's my sounding board for everything. Like mm. yeah, I'm aware that I'm just like feeling like I've got no friends because all I do is talk <laughs> about my mum. Um but I said, Listen, I'm a big brother fan through and through. If they say yes, I'll do it. But if they say no, I'm not going to be disappointed. Turns out that was a lie when they did say no, I cried. Absolutely devastated, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Genuinely was, like, really upset, especially because, like, they were like, are you going to drop out of, like, drama school to come on the show? Like, you should... And then they broke the rules and they were like, you should probably tell your drama lecturers, like, how far in this process you are because... There'll be an overlap with next year.
1: I guess in your in your head, like you were already in the house. Your life's changed. You've already accepted. They were telling that me I is... was
0: going to be the villain. They told me all of this.
1: What? But the I was fe-
0: I was feeding them stuff as well. Like I was like, first thing I'll do is if I make it into week one, like past first eviction, I'll grab the chalkboard with the shopping list on. I'll take it in the diary room. I'll wipe it clear. I'll order fags, chocolate, and vodka. <laughs> and like nothing else and then they'll open the stockroom, and I'll just be like "Ha do you know <laughs> what quite- I mean yeah yeah but how's life because obviously you're nearly married you're a new new parent congratulations yeah, so I mean, how, how I mean, have you been sort of adjusting
1: it's it, it has been a it's been a crazy year so Nathan uh my husband which I'm, I'm still getting used to saying that it's nice to say my husband and not my boyfriend because it just mm. sounds like yeah this is this is for keeps they right, proposed last January and then we we were expecting in February so I actually had the wedding all booked in and we delayed the wedding a little bit more just to give me chance to um give birth and try and fit back into my wedding dress but <laughs> It's been, a, it's been a heck of a year, but it's it's been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Does it
0: feel different now that you're married?
1: What's really nice is that I've had, obviously, like the pregnancy, which is mm. the one of the greatest things I I have, in fact, the greatest thing I've ever done is, is grow and, mm. and create my, my daughter. She's incredible. But doing that and planning a wedding at the same time, is it's, it's mega like my my head I don't know how I did it my my head wanted to explode pregnancy
0: yoga bridesmaids fittings
1: just oh it, it's it's everything um and I finally at that point where we're married and mm. all I have to think about now is just being a mum and it's it's gorgeous it's nice I just I feel like I'm zen now I'm chill I'm just I wake up in the morning spend the whole day mm just doing baby things and and yeah it's 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 great because i don't think i ever want to get married no it's it's hella
0: expensive (laughs) i quite like the party no that's not the issue the party is like up my alley but just being with someone forever
1: you know i was single like single single without the the girlfriend label For nine and a half years before I met Nathan. And I kind of envisioned my life to be just just mm. me. Because I guess like I just never met anybody where it made sense, where I thought, oh, I can see myself
0: marrying you. Just can't imagine sharing the food with anyone in my fridge.
1: That's it. Or just, just sharing my bed or my personal That's space. Not happening. I was just so fiercely single and I loved it. I, I had, I I just didn't have anybody else to think about other than myself. And then I met Nathan and very quickly I knew this, yeah. this is the man, this, this is it for me. And mm. it, everything made sense. And and here we are five years on married with a daughter. And it's just like, yeah, this, yeah. this was meant to be. Um, and I feel like I stayed single for that nine and a half years just to be, yeah, there was a reason for it. And mm. it's because I was meant to meet Nathan at mm. the, at the tender age of, gosh, how old am I now? 34 now. Ugh.
0: Ugh. It's at the time of recording. It's my birthday to... on Sunday.
1: Oh, I'm not looking happy,
0: forward to it.
1: Happy birthday for Sunday. Thank how you. old, can I ask?
0: 25. Oh,
1: that's a great age.
0: It's not. It's really not. What? Life has gone downhill. 21 was it. But I also don't know. I... I went into the pandemic at twenty-one, so I and came out of it at twenty-four.
1: So you, you twenty-one was a great age for you.
0: Twenty-one in the was pandemic, a, like the year I turned twenty-two, like two weeks into the pandemic, and twenty-one I graduated. I had my grad ball, had a great summer before I actually like went off to proper drama school. But I felt like I lost the time in my life where I was allowed to fuck about, mm-hmm. like i because I feel like life you kind of have to start sorting your shit out when you're 16 but nobody really puts proper pressure on you to do it until you're about 21.
1: It's I think it's awful that you have to make such big life decisions at the age of 16. How are we supposed to know what what we want to be or what direction we want our lives to
0: See, I was very lucky I did know. Yeah. And I feel like as an actor, if you want to do that, you kind of do know at a young age. But it, like,
1: it is a is a thing that I, could, I think if you want to be an actor, this isn't something you just decide. No, once you finish your GCSEs, if you want to do it, this is something you're born with. It's something yeah, you 100%. do from from day dot, and um, mm. you you know you you crack out of that womb and you're, you're singing and it's just um
0: <laughs> out of tune out of key for me
1: so yeah i think been...
0: <laughs> but yeah like i think as well you hit it on the the nail on the head there with like why i think i've got commitment issues this has gone like on a deep dive into my life um i quite like the fact that i don't have to accommodate anyone in my life
1: and that's that's good and like tomorrow
0: i can get up and go where well i can't because i'm skin but like i can do whatever i want
1: this is the best thing about being single I and mean, you know i'm i'm not going to mention any friends names but we all know people that are serial daters and they will swing from one relationship to the next yeah fails heartbreaks onto the next one and i'm such a huge advocate for just be single because it's absolutely i love it 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 is. It is the time of your life. Until, by the way, I'm. I'm speaking about my single life, like my life now isn't. Like honestly, now, (laughs) let's let's just. I saw the divorce papers. (laughs) She's got them sitting there. No, now this this is the the happiest and the best place of my life ever 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 ever. But I waited for it and I waited until it made sense. Um,
0: Nice to know one of us are there.
1: You've got to I'm, just, you I'm know, kidding
0: you're, I'm very give,
1: give it another another five years just, I'm just very enjoy. just
0: like chill right now I'm enjoying it my like my best best mate he's just the same as me and slightly older so I don't feel pressure anywhere but a few of my friends like didn't see them and the, the pandemic happened didn't see them and they emerged with kids and engagement rings and I was like fuck off I'm still 17 Question that I'd love to ask everybody is: How did you get into acting, and what was your first ever role? It doesn't have to be a professional one. We love a good nativity story.
1: Oh no, I've got, I've got a few of those as well. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd actually say nativity was my first ever um, proper acting
0: role. Uh, we'll go. I can't back remember what back. I was in the nativity.
1: Do you know? I I like they say that Mary's the main part, but when you are like six or seven years old and you're five or six and you're doing a nativity and you're cast as the narrator i was the narrator i had all the lines so Mm. i i remember standing there and telling the story and then all the kids with the you know with the roles just fell into Mm. fell into line basically so that that was my first did you have
0: problematic costumes though is the real question
1: um, no, because I was the narrator.
0: But was there a child with a tea towel on their head?
1: Always, mm. always. It was like otherwise, how how else would you dress as shepherd? <laughs> Shepherds, wise men, Mary, mm. Joseph. Like just it is just a whole array of tea towels <laughs> and rugs. Bargain pack from ASDA. <laughs> do you know what? It's actually really cheap to dress a nativity, isn't
0: it? You can't do that now. Like I remember some of the like I played and I fully openly just preface all of these stories by i was 10 years old i now know it's wrong please don't come for me i played a mm. chinese mandarin and was heavily influenced to put an accent on and then <gasps> the next year we did a play about um the atomic bomb hitting hiroshima and we were all playing japanese people and um we had lovely <laughs> masks on
1: but the, the, do you know we? I did um, a play at school called The Willow Pattern, and I was a Chinese princess, and we all, you know, we all dressed, and we all had a, a way to move, and that that was kind of that was okay. But we're in a time now where perhaps we, we schools shouldn't be putting on plays like that, or like we
0: we're in a more um like we are more. Sen- sensitive to different yes, cultures yes
1: yeah, good word back back to my my so my first role was in my nativity <laughs> <With> <laughs> um, no tea towel <laughs> yeah that was, never quite made it to bbc um don't know why <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fine I've, um, I've got the tapes if anybody wants to see them
1: my first my first ever um professional role was was Benidorm. Mm. And that was also my first ever audition, which is absolutely crazy thinking wow. about it. You could you could look at it like this: that I just like walked into the role from not going to drama school, and it was all easy. But actually, from from being from from birth, from being a child, I I went to every youth theater, I took on every extracurricular activity. Mm. My parents got me a fantastic voice teacher um so I used to have singing lessons twice a
0: week yes because you're also a classical singer I found this out doing my research
1: yeah I was quite um quite serious about it as well mm. um and that that was also kind of something that maybe I might have ended up pursuing if I hadn't have yeah landed Benidorm so you can't life doesn't always happen as you apply yeah. it does it
0: and also just what you said because you were like oh I might have walked into the role without going into drama school I think Obviously, every path into the industry is different, but I think anybody who doesn't go to drama school actually has it a little bit harder because, like, even though I, I'm no, I'm not walking into like massive auditions, I've got industry connects that I specifically mm-hmm. got through networking events that were provided by my drama school. If I didn't go to drama school, you wouldn't have that. So I think that exactly. actors who don't go to drama school actually are w- w- not worse or, for lack of a better term worse off than students who do go to drama school
1: the 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 best connections that you will make are the connections that you make at drama school and I I didn't get that experience so in many ways I'm missing out at the same time uh you know I, was, I just I was, don't think
0: people that didn't go need to apologize for not going
1: no well I was that I was a child actor I was 17 mm. when I auditioned for Benidorm which, gosh, I'm 34 now. So that was like, that was half my lifetime ago. So at the age of 17, what are you to have done professionally to to get you there?
0: Do you want me to make you feel like that's even longer ago? Go on. I remember watching the first ever episode of Benidorm. How in my primary school uniform.
1: No. Oh. <laughs> In my head, I'm still seventeen. seventeen. Like, like for forever twenty one, <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all? But yeah, I I think at at the age of seventeen, I'd I'd done enough. Um, my my parents were really really supportive of nurturing my hobbies and talents. And and when I was at school, I remember them saying like what what do you want to do when when you leave school and I thought about the practical career and I said well you know I'm really I'm great at English so probably journalism um I have a voice and it needs to be heard and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, said so come on Hannah like what if you could do anything with your life what would you do what that's nice what to hear though yeah, and I, I said, Well, I'm singing and, and acting, that's they said, oh, okay, that's that's what we'll do then. We'll just we'll we'll follow those, we'll do what we can to to help you. And and they really did, from driving me all over the place to all of my rehearsals, um, like we didn't just keep it in the in the neighborhood. I was at a youth theatre and kind of it was a good youth theater, but then we found out the best youth theatre was Oldham Theatre Workshop. Um, that was the one that you wanted to be a part of. But in order to go to the Oldham Theatre Workshop, you had to live in that catchment area. Well, my parents thought, we won't let that stop us. So we actually had a friend with a farm within that catchment area, put that down as my address, and they'd drive me all the way to Oldham just to be a part of this workshop. That was a level that my my parents would go to just to try and get me the best training. Because its it is... It's, It is training Um, it's not it's not drama school training but it's it's all important stuff to kind of Mm. develop you as a, a performer from a young age and by the time I got to the age of 17 and my parents said right let's get you an agent I had some good reputable theatres under my group. I sang with the Halley in Manchester um, for cl- you know classical singing and we did the, the proms at the Royal Albert Hall and got to do some fantastic things with them. And I had enough on my CV for me to kind of be taken seriously yeah. as, as a performer. Yeah, so I, I got my age up whilst I was at college and this audition came through. And at the time, not much was said about it. This was this was just an audition for a pilot, and it, it, they they kept the kind of the the bigger details quite under wraps. And uh, went along to my first audition. I remember I didn't get a character brief for the part. Of it's the worst
0: thing. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: they, my agent at the time didn't send it over. So oh, I just,
0: right, okay. Like, I, I was like, when they don't send it.
1: No, no, no. Like the I arrived, and I thought, oh, first audition. Let's let's put my best uh, my best outfit on, feeling my best self. And I arrived at the audition, and. I kind of got from the script that she was a mouthy teenager. Yeah. But I arrived and the rest of the girls sitting there were really chapped up. I mean, they all had the bling on. And it was all about the big hoops and the big gold necklaces and tracksuit bottoms and all the rest. And I just arrived. Wearing...
0: <laughs> the ring from Argos that says, like, mum. <laughs> this gold. is
1: it. I just turned up wearing my favourite Cardi. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and i like, I'm looking around the room thinking.
0: Kashmir from M&S.
1: <laughs> have, I, have I missed a trick here um, mm. and yeah clearly I had because I should have had a, a character brief mm. not that it's the be all and end all but it definitely helps doesn't it see it's um, so funny
0: that you say that I went for an audition it was like as the first lockdown lifted in like June 2020 and um, it was for can I say this did I sign an NDA I think I did <laughs> but I'll say it anyway and we'll see if it makes the edit audition and um, I turned up and they were like, it's a, I can't remember what term they used, but it's a closed side. So it's not a side that you'll actually, it's not the character from context clues. I guessed that it was something to do with and I tanked this audition. Worst I've ever done. Right.
1: Like a um... fully
0: like, it's like, I'm not getting this. and was, then it, just...
1: was it bad though? Like sometimes you think. It's oh no, it
0: was. Way. It was terrible. Like it just, I didn't. I I quite like, I quite like to just know what I'm doing. And I didn't like that. I'm good with a cold read. Don't get me wrong. Give me 10 minutes to look at it. But like, it was like, they wouldn't tell me my name. They wouldn't tell me where I was from. They wouldn't give me any, like, what was going to happen in this scene. And it just wasn't, it wasn't well written. The the closed sides that they'd gave me. Mm -hmm. And I remember just a fun story. I didn't get it. And the the storyline came up like a year and a half later. And it was the guy that raped. Right. Great part great storyline and my mum phoned me the night that it came on and she was like i'm so glad you didn't get that i couldn't have watched you do that and i was like yeah me too mother me too
1: that was a big storyline wasn't it and
0: he got like nominated for like best actor
1: but like then you're the guy that had that that label and i think soaps soaps then were so Mm. big we had less channels we didn't have netflix and Mm. and disney plus and uh, so people tuned in and everybody watched the soaps, and you would have been branded as the rapist that'd be fine it was a great
0: like i might have been shit who knows
1: (laughs) it's tough isn't it like i i lose count of all those near misses that i've had over the years and you can look at someone's like someone's cv and they go there's a bit of a gap here but there have been a number of life-changing roles that I have been down to the wire for. Mm. I've been screen tested for. I've I've nearly got that, you know, that big old mortgage job. Mm. And I've been right there. And I've like you say, you're uh, you're already looking at a life in london or or elsewhere (laughs) wherever you need to be i was
0: moving i was phoning the (laughs) delivery
1: literally you are on right move looking at like rent prices
0: (laughs) but do you want a hack i saw this the other day somebody was like when you give someone your cv and they're like oh there's a gap how do you explain your gap and they were like this is what i do i'm really sorry i'm not allowed to talk about it i signed an nda
1: Oh, that's genius. That's really good. Rather than like, uh, what, it, well, I was I, unemployed. I was, I, unemployed. Uh, it, it, I was yeah, auditioning. Well, Actually, every, everybody wants me. It's just I wasn't mm. available. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I'm, I can't talk about it. I had to sign an NDA. Oh, uh,
1: that's very smart.
0: Mm-hmm. Very
1: smart. But yeah, now that is like
0: in the back of my head not that people ask me about gaps in my cv like people don't care that much um but back to Benidorm, um because i'm realized that we're we, we keep going off on tangents see this is how you know it's gonna be, be a long
1: podcast <laughs>
0: absolutely i'm here for it um so going into Benidorm, like obviously there were there was star-studded cast like that was so johnny vegas and this is where i forget everyone's real names sheila reed steve pemberton everybody else because johnny vegas siobhan (laughs) um i'm I'm not going to list off the whole cast but like when you so let's talk about the family just to begin with like sheila reed steve pemberton i could never how do you say her second name siobhan finneran because Finner- I'm like, is it Finneran, Finneran, right. I don't know, uh, Siobhan It's more Finneran. complicated
1: written down, yeah. not it? <laughs> like,
0: when you saw that those great actors were going to be like your on-screen family, what was, like, the reaction?
1: Well, when I did my final audition, mm. you, like like we were saying before, you know when an audition goes well, when they're pulling out scenes that haven't been done yet, saying, actually, Can we can we just uh, hear you do this one? Yeah, it it was it was a good audition, and I knew that I had a pretty decent stab at it. Saying that, it was my first audition; I had no clue. But I just thought that went well. That went went well. And uh, I went went home, and it was the day after that they started to release names. Um other names as to who who was going to be cast in it. Mm. And they had released that Steve and Siobhan would be playing my potential mother and father. And we looked at pictures of them. And, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to get this because I realistically look like their daughter. I had this... That nice round face, um, which you know, as did as a teenager, pleasantly plump, we'll say. And <laughs> well I've kind of had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not affected by a cost of living crisis. <laughs> live to eat, don't eat to live, and that is the life that I live to this day. Uh, and we, yeah, my, my parents and I looked at the at Stephen Siobhan, like you, you could, you, you've got a really good chance. Like that, I get that, This um, is this, this, this Princess words, Diaries
0: moment, isn't it? Like holding up their headshots, like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, this is this could work, and lo and behold, um, I I got the part. I found out a few days later. Um, <laughs> funny little story. Benadon was my first ever job, let alone
0: mm, Action job.
1: Yeah, and before I auditioned for my final audition, I had a a, a job interview because I you know I was at college. I needed a bit of an income for a chocolate factory packing sweets. <laughs> Talk and, about um, dream job! And, and just after I got the call to find out that I, I got the part on Benidorm, I then got the phone call from the uh, the chocolate factory to say congratulations, <laughs> you've got the job. Well,
0: I'm very sorry, but I, I, I'm currently in the middle of relocating to Benidorm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really sorry. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to politely decline. Graciously, it's, a, it's just as like I'm four foot 11, A four foot 11 height, vertically challenged person packing chocolate.
0: You had some amazing moments with um, Sheila Reed, who plays Madge. And I just I can't imagine what it was like to be in that scene. But do you have a, a favorite sort of line or sort of um, what do you call that? Like go between between the two of the two of you?
1: Uh, my my favorite one is the first full sentence that I ever said on on Benidorm, which is "Fuck off, you smelly witch." Fuck <laughs> off, you smelly witch.
0: Oh, which I I awesome loved thing. it. Like because I f- I feel like everybody else coddled her, but then you were like, nah.
1: No, I, just, I yeah, they, they were quite. They were just vile to each other, weren't they? But yeah, um, yeah, I think that's that's the one that that, that jumps to my.
0: Mm. To I my have opinion. to. I have to also ask the question that, I mean, I don't think people will forgive me if I don't ask. Go on. Why did you disappear? Because you were sort of in it at the beginning and then we just never saw you again. And, like, you, you had the baby and then... I feel like it was really when Mel died, they were like, well, she's gone too. Obviously, you were away with um, Johnny Vegas. But, like, did something happen? Or was it just like a...
1: No, I mean, right. So, we Benidorm, like you said, is just... It is star-studded, and people and celebrities that I I meet are said, I was desperate to be in that. There were so many people desperate to be in Benidorm, and it it was a big series full of different characters coming in and out, and in order to make room for those characters, other character storylines have to come to a close. So when when Chantel left organically um, with Jeff as they rode off into the sunset, it was very much to just make way for other brilliant characters and families coming in. Benidorm's coming to an end now. But well, it's
0: coming back.
1: It's, well, they, they do they do Benicon now.
0: Well, they um, announced at Benicon that it's coming back as a series.
1: I think that might have been taken out of context. So I was supposed to go to Benicon, yeah. um, but Beatrice was two weeks late and... I think the the carrot has been dangled that there might be potential for the series coming back, but that's not a confirmation that it will. Yeah. But if the if Benidorm comes back again, there is definitely scope for the big Garvey reunion. Um. There's no, mm. there are no current plans that this is definitely going ahead. Yeah. But there is. Uh, huge potential. Like mm. if he wanted to to make that happen, um, hundred percent. And hey, Darren, I'm free.
0: <laughs> I'm also free. I have yep. a passport. I'm vaccinated. Ingram-,
1: Ingram Noble is free. I could um, be like
0: your new toy boy. <laughs>
1: yeah. What? What would? Yeah. Who? What would be your? If you're going to write yourself into Benidorm,
0: what's your part? I I mean, I feel like this goes without saying. It would either be. If I could pick any, like, I'd, it's more who I'd want to interact with. Yeah. So I'd want to be anyone to do with Madge mm-hmm. or Kenneth, the hairdresser. Oh. I think that uh, Tony Maudsley, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I love him. I think he's great. Um, But the Garveys, obviously, I'd love to be involved with them somehow. Um, Like, I don't know. Like any, I- I'll do, I'm putting it out there. I will do anything for not very much money, <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve me getting naked.
1: But the swimsuits are.
0: I'm okay not good. doing OnlyFans. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like, the parameters of my exceptions are quite far apart.
1: I remember in, in the script, like flicking through and reading, um, that basically from a POV of a camera, the camera would. Zoom into my legs Underwater And it was supposed to be like Johnny Vegas's character Swimming up to me Underwater And I remember Looking at that And just Obviously thinking Great My legs Underwater National television (laughs) National television That's That's great Yeah (laughs) Spent the whole Kind of season Thinking about Mm. that scene But it was fine To be honest I um, am It's a shame I think shameless Is the wrong word You have to let go Of inhibitions if you have yeah. any mm. if you are an actor and you have insecurities that you can't let go of then that's that's going to be a problem
0: i have things that i will never do there are we things... all have,
1: i mean to a point yeah I'm, i don't want to do it i wouldn't want to go naked and never sex scenes out of the question
0: i'll but do a sex scene but i'm not naked
1: when it comes to little things like being in a in a bikini or what it's like it's it's just a body like I
0: like I'd be nervous about it I recently did a play that I wrote with my friend and I had to step in one of the roles and it's I I wouldn't cast myself in this role if I'd have had more time I'd have found another actor and in the script it refers to him being a lot like semi-naked in the script because like it, it's not like he just comes down from his bedroom without a top on Mm-hmm. and i was like we're changing that i'm not i'm not getting my top off um there's one really weird thing i i changed it but if i'm getting paid it's a different story i might do it um i am just basically a prostitute um but there's one really weird thing that if i have total control you will never see in anything Hate bare feet.
1: Really, that's not. That's quite. That's quite a common thing, though. Makes me feel
0: ill. Like it's really weird. I'll send you some of the photos (laughs) from the show. Like it's a spoiler, but listen, the show's not coming back anytime soon. Everybody thinks the dad's having an affair. He's not. He's actually a life model, and um, he's earning money. They're a family (laughs) like living on a council estate that have got no money, and he's earning money by being a life model. Everyone thinks he's having an affair. And you walk in and he's naked with a fruit bowl. And I remember saying to John, great actor, I was like, how how are we going to do this? Because I bought him like nude colored boxes, but you could tell that they were boxers. So I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. You have full control over this right now, but here's how I would do it. I'd get a sock and just cover your dick with it. you've got a fruit, fruit bowl. Yeah, yeah you've got a fruit bowl. And it's like a nice little added joke of seeing your ass at the end. And... It, it, the first time we'd done like a dress dress rehearsal he did it i went stop everybody stop i went john great go and put a pair of socks on
1: <laughs> really you see i that? can't have, have
0: bare feet on a stage it makes me feel physically ill
1: i think we've we've all got our quirks haven't we mm. we're all wired differently yeah. somehow is that your <laughs> quirk
0: that i can't do bare feet no like, I hate feet.
1: So actually, you'd be, you'd be rubbish in Benidorm. Yeah, I would. All, we're all flip-flops. and. I'd have
0: to have, like, a sick bucket next to me. Would,
1: would you be able to, for the sake of being in the show, just grit your teeth and get over it?
0: If I could have it promised to <laughs> me that nobody was going to touch me with their bare feet. It's and... not going to be
1: in the contract that everybody has to wear no, like, that's socks fine. and crocs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll get over it. But, like, if I'm in the pool... I need like full assurances that nobody's gonna touch me with their feet.
1: Everybody in Veruca socks. <laughs> like
0: I just do not touch me with your feet and we'll we'll get along smashingly.
1: So like in summer. Do you do you not put a pair of flip flops on? Do I? Oh, we. I really thought we could hang out someday, but I, I wear I, sliders
0: I, with socks.
1: I live in flip flops. I live in and and it, it breaks my heart when winter rolls around. Like I will live in them all throughout the summer, mm. all throughout the autumn. You know, if it's raining lightly outside, I'm like, well, at least my flip flops are waterproof. <laughs> but when the really bad weather comes in mm. and I have to wear a pair of boots, I'm just like, I just feel so yeah restricted.
0: I'm not going to lie, this might sound a little bit sexist. not so bad with women's feet.
1: We manicure them.
0: Yeah, you look after your feet.
1: (laughs) Unless you're pregnant. You you see
0: some men that have just got, like, have toes going left, right, and centre. Pocket feet. (laughs) Uh, Makes me feel absolutely (laughs) ill. Uh, A fun question that I want to ask you about Benidorm, just because I like incriminating people. Do you nick anything from the set?
1: No no know? i've got i got nothing um I'll darren what, send
0: us some wristbands
1: like in hindsight i wish that i had some fun props to my mm. name but no i'll tell you what i did nick um we had a rap party one year one of the years and the the crew had got a lot of the production shots mm. and printed them out into huge pictures yeah um, and these huge photographs were all over the the, the bar that we're having mm. our party, and I have quite a few of these huge lovely pictures. But they're not, you know, staged pictures. They're lovely organic um, pictures. They're above the fireplace. Um, yeah, and um, and I've got this fantastic picture which I will send a picture of this picture to you, and and it's me and Siobhan and Steve on the sunbeds, and we're all lying back. And we are laughing hysterically, and oh, I love that, that that picture. It's 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 a gorgeous picture, um, which is not, like, you know, we, we you, you pose for pictures when you do, but this is just mm. like one of the raw moments of us all just laughing because in between scenes we were always laughing, mm. Um so yeah, I nicked a lot of nice pictures, and I've got a really sweet one of me and and little Ollie as well. Little Ollie now he's he's got a a kids. He's got a kid. He was he was just a little boy. He used to sit on my knees and he? cuddle is he, me. Think...
0: Is he my age, I think?
1: Let's well, I need to try and work it out. I'm...
0: How old Maybe. is Oliver Stokes, the actor?
1: This is going to make me feel old.
0: Yeah, he's my age, 25.
1: 25? Oh, stop it. How can Are he Because you... I'm only 21.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's really <laughs> funny, though? I actually have a friend called Oliver Stokes. Well, he's not really a friend, but I know him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but if I could steal one piece of Benidorm kit, I'm stealing your jacket.
1: I wish I had that.
0: Because that's iconic.
1: It is iconic. And, and and you
0: recently did the recreation of it.
1: Um, I feel like at the end of the series, I just wanted to burn that jacket. Because they, <laughs> they do um, a costume sale at the end of each series. Mm. And... I'll be honest. I didn't look at any of Chantal's clothes and think, <laughs> oh, "Oh, yeah, I'll be having that." But uh, Jenny wears some could...
0: nice stuff. <laughs>
1: well, I, I'll tell you what I did. I, there was there was one thing that I bought, and I don't own it anymore. Wish I did. Um, but Janine Davitsky's character uh, <gasps> yeah. sw- had some fabulous um, swimwear, and she had this really gorgeous caftan that she wore over a yeah. swimming costume, um, and I, I bought that. <laughs>
0: Love that. I love Janine yeah. Javitsky. Oh, I think, great. no, I, I have to change my answer. I don't <gasps> want to be with Madge or Kenneth anymore. What? I want to be Janine Javitsky's young, swinging you boy, boy boy.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: I mean, I can still be involved oh, with mean, everyone. Could... Madge can slag me off because she takes piss out of swingers and Janine's with Kenneth all the time.
1: You can be Jacqueline's bitch. I can. <laughs> I don't But think you know you're... what?
0: There's only one person that I would fully, like, be a bitch for, and I think it's Jacqueline.
1: They would all be a bitch for Jacqueline. Oh. She's she's fabulous.
0: She like, how that woman, like, if there's ever a Benidorm, like, spin-off, I want to see, Darren Lytton, you can have this idea for free, just give me a producer mm-hmm. credit. I want to see a mockumentary as Janine Duvitsky, as Jacqueline, Going around. Have you seen those like really horrible documentaries? Like this is a swingers club that's been open in Hull for twenty five <laughs> years. I want her to go around in character interview. Oh,
1: that would be great. Yeah. So like a
0: like film, a Borat style you
1: know, esque um thing, but Janine mm. doing yeah, that'd work.
0: Yeah, like the best She's... way that I can describe it is like a Borat style film, but Jacqueline. Oh, yes. brilliant! That was a terrible impression.
1: She's so great. And how, like, she could be so filthy and Mm. so adorable at the
0: same time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. bring it back. Bring it back, Um, Don't let him do it and then hire me and give me a job. (laughs) I need one. Spotlight's a bit better. Um, (laughs) We're going to play a game now. This game is one of my favourite things in the world. Like, I thrive on these. So it's called Stage Right or Stage shine. And it's three stories. Two of them are the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth and have been submitted by listeners. And okay. one of them is a big fat lie that's been made up by our producer, Heather. And I've got the answer in a sealed envelope with your name on it because I'm right, playing okay. along too. And we've got to find the lie. And I read these earlier and um a bit mad. Number one, when we were all cast in our final show at drama school, my lecturer let us all know that the finale of our show would be a movement piece. And during that movement piece, we would all be naked. Number two, I had a reputation for being a hard-ass, spelled the American way, on an audition panel. Basically, I was the Simon Cowell on the panel, and one time I tore a girl to shreds and told her that I just didn't think she had the potential to be a star. Who was that girl? Just have a guess. Who do you think it's going to be?
1: Oh, it's going to be someone like Jodie Comer.
0: Lady Gaga. (laughs) If that's not a lie, I'm emailing them back and be like, do you still know her? Um, <laughs> number three, I caught my roommate using my mini tripod as a makeshift dildo. I <laughs> well, don't know. Uh,
1: <laughs> just, I can't not vision that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's right, think about number this. one. I think
0: there are some weird w- drama lecturers out there, but I, I would be like, no.
1: I th- I think I know of a scandal. Again, I've got baby brain, mum brain but I think there was something going on where a, a drama school got into trouble for making people be naked and bare all. Um,
0: drama school is a crazy place. Uh, I've seen some shit. Uh, it's, uh,
1: yeah, I think that that could be true at the same time. There's that kind of classic story about... um. Meryl Streep was told that she was like one of the most beautiful and talented yeah. actresses, like ever full stop, um, was told that she was too ugly um to to make it as a as an anything, which is mm. just ludicrous. So that could be true.
0: It's between one yeah. and two for me. Three's real.
1: Three's three's definitely real. There's definitely a student <laughs> that's
0: wanted to get off and just looked at a mini tripod and went, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That'll fit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Here's my reasoning. Here's my answer. I'm going to go for the Lady... We don't have to agree. I'm going to go for the Lady Gaga one because there's just that famous meme of the Facebook group that everybody who Lady Gaga went to school with made a Facebook group called Stephanie German or you will never be famous. And that's just ringing a little bit too close. Do you know what uh, I
1: mean? Yeah, I I think I would agree. Mm. But we're going for the one that we think is false,
0: Yeah, Yeah. Mm. Um, We don't have to agree if you want to go for a different one.
1: No, no, I do, because I I believe that that's the kind of thing that a drama school would get into trouble for. So I think that number one is true, and number three definitely happened.
0: If it's the dildo one, this is the end of the episode, because I won't recover. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Let's open it up and find out. Number one. Oh, number one's the lie. Mm. But do you know what, right? I've never done this before. There's a few times I've thought <laughs> it. I think number two's a lie as well.
1: Oh, really? Who's, I don't wait, think... Where, that... did you, where did you get the...
0: Um... So they're submitted by listeners. Listeners, if you okay. have a story for stage right or stage right, go down into the show notes. There's a link to the Google form to submit your story anonymously. There's a few times I've thought it, and there's a few times where I've seen the stories in advance and said, that's bullshit, and said to Heather, send me and, like, redo this and just take that one out and put another one in whether it's the lie or not it's just not believable because the the whole thing is if you read them three of them can happen like that's that's the best part about yes. it but like i'm calling i'm first of all i'm calling bullshit that anybody <laughs> listens to this podcast that has ever had an interaction with lady gaga that wasn't yeah. a fan do you know what I'm not that i'm not that far up the charts we're doing good but we're not that we're not that well known
1: Hey, in a few years, Lady Gaga will be sitting where I'm sitting now. Oh, I'd kill myself.
0: I'd kill Mm -hmm. myself. Like, I'd fully just be like, this is the end. Hello, Lady Gaga. Thank you for coming on. Goodbye. (laughs) A question that I love to ask everybody that comes on the show is if a casting director came to you tomorrow and said, listen, I want to do a two-hander with you in the West End, but I don't know who I want to put you with. And you can pick anyone in the world, but they have to be alive to be like your co-star. Who are you picking?
1: Adam Driver. Fun. Oh,
0: That's a good just, answer.
1: Just, apparently oh, he's... Um,
0: there's a rumour, I don't know how true it is, that there's going to be a Harry Potter TV series, and apparently he's going to be Snape.
1: You he, he, he... Oh, I, I feel like that would be the obvious choice for Snape, but... See, but I don't I know don't, how it's going to work. I don't... I don't I, he's I American, just don't, isn't he? Yeah, and I just I don't think that you can replace... Oh, no. His name's just... Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. He's, he... Is just iconic. I just, I think mm. to replace him with somebody that is similar, and I guess yeah. with a, a, an interesting tone of voice, it wouldn't land well with me. And You'd if he's American,
0: to... she yeah. who shall not be named had a stipulation that all of the actors were British in yeah, the film. I'm, I'm
1: surprised. I'm surprised she'd get anything off the the ground. They want. The trouble
0: she, oh, she's in. they they know Harry Potter come hell or high water will
1: make money float to the top yeah
0: i no longer financially support her um i'm mm. allowed to i'm still a fan of the series i'm not a fan of her anymore i don't agree i'll never give her another penny of my money
1: just it's it's it's, it's vile and i just, just don't just, understand why? what it's got why? to do with her Yeah, no, i know
0: i i've got to carry on my campaign for my two-hander uh Catherine tate she'd make me look like a piece of shit and i'm at total peace with it
1: oh she's she's wonderful isn't she
0: like I, she'd walk on the stage. My jaw would hit the floor, and she'd be like, "Ingram, say a line, say a line," and I'd be like, "Where am I? Where am I? I'm, what do I do?" I
1: met Catherine Tate, um, and she she was just very very <sighs> nice, nice lady.
0: See, ever since I I'll edit this, I'll edit the other thing that we were talking about completely, um. But here's here's a little tease about what you're not going to hear, listener. Ever since I heard horror stories about that person we were just chatting about every time I mention somebody I love now and they go, oh, I met, for talking sake, Catherine Tate. I'm like, please don't be a bad story. Please don't be a bad story.
1: Don't ruin this for me, please. Don't,
0: (laughs) don't, because it's never going to happen. I'm never going to meet her, but just let me think she's an angel. (laughs) Because I have had, and also I had someone on the podcast who I loved and they were a dick. And I was like,
1: Oh, that's such a shame, isn't it? The
0: episode's still up. If you want to go find it, you can go find it. You can tell because they answered a really long question about racism with the answer. I don't think so. Oh, dear. It was fun. We have a closing tradition on the podcast where I asked the previous guest to leave a question for the current guest. They don't know who they're asking and you won't know who you're asking. And this question's a bit deep. And I thought about this and I was going to ask them to maybe change it, but... I'll answer first, and then I'll let you decide how you want to take it. The question that's been left for us is, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would you change? And that's a bit deep for me, but the thing that I would change is that I'm a very impatient person. I want things to have happened yesterday, so I would make myself a bit patient.
1: Okay, oh, that's a good question. But Uh... also,
0: if there are any lovely doctors out there, I would like rid of my double chin, my tits, and my belly. So if you want some sponsorship... For some surgery, emails in the show notes.
1: My answer is a bit of a cop out. But do you know, like you hate feet? Mm. I have a I foot have fetish. A... <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I I've got that stupid, like ridiculous thing called misophonia, where I hate certain sounds.
0: Oh. And one
1: of. One of my trigger sounds is eating. You know, people eat, like like, the sound of that. Like it ruins, it it ruins my life. I I, I kid you not. If I could get somebody in there to rewire my brain, it would give me such a better quality of life. Like if I'm sitting sitting... in a theater and there's somebody sitting behind me eating, I don't look at, I don't watch the show. Like the whole show is me just, focusing on this stupid Your brain sound.
0: doesn't need rewired. People need to he- learn how to People need- eat
1: People correctly. just need to chew with their mouth closed. 100%. would be a better place. And stop bringing rustly packets into Oh, theater. yes. It would, it is, it is a make or break thing. I wouldn't be married to my lovely husband now if he sat and, and ate like a caveman.
0: Just make sure your your yeah. child knows how to as well.
1: Um, do you want to meet my child?
0: Yes, of course I do.
1: She's just come up now. She had a nap,
0: Hello. (laughs) Where? What's coming up next for you?
1: Right now, I am focusing on motherhood. My daughter is five months old. Great role to Um, play. It is honestly, it is my greatest role. Um, This, this, this is what's going to win me my Oscar. Um, Also, five
0: months old and first podcast appearance.
1: Uh, First podcast appearance.
0: There she is. I'll send you a screenshot of this. um, What I can see, and I'll put the (laughs) logo on it.
1: That'd be nice. Um, this this is this is my role. Um I have signed this role indefinitely. And when I am ready to dip my toe back in, who knows? Um, but right now, this date. is this is yeah, this is this is a full-time role and I am loving it. Oh.
0: And where can everyone find you on social media to keep up to date with what you're doing?
1: At Hannah Hobley on Instagram I'm an Instagram girl I've got a Twitter but I never use it never tweet
0: Twitter's out of fashion now yes. ruined it um <laughs> are you on cameo anything like that
1: uh, do you know it's funny you say that I have just set up mm. recently uh, a memo but I've yes I don't know how to use it yet it was literally just a few mm. weeks ago so if you want a message from me hey you might even get a little yes ca- little, cameo. Cameo, little memo from Beatrice then mm. um then then hit me up
0: so everybody listening, go down into the show notes, click the link, go, and it's my. It's as we're recording this, it's my birthday on Sunday, but it's well past my birthday now. But just ask Hannah to say happy birthday to me and Pia. Oh um, well, yeah, I'll that, sing. I'll work. sing.
1: I get my ukulele. Out. Oh my <laughs> accordion. Honestly, yes. I'm, a, I'm a one. I'm a <laughs> one man band. If you want, if you want a happy birthday, I'm your hand.
0: I'm ready for it. But genuinely, <laughs> I will let you get back to normal life. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. And what I do like to say to everyone in Glasgow first round of drinks are on me but then because you're the profesh rest on you.
1: Absolutely. Hey we we are regular trippers to Glasgow so we will.
0: Superior Scottish
1: city. (laughs) It is one of the best cities. Edinburgh's a shithole.
0: And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout, episode 149 completed. Thank you so much to Hannah for coming on the show, and make sure to follow us both on social media, which you'll find down in the show notes below. And if you're enjoying the podcast, why not tell someone about it? Leaving a rating and a review on the show will share the podcast with other listeners and help us grow. So why not go down and do that now? Don't forget, if you've got a story for Stage Right or Stage shape, right, please click the link to the Google form in the show notes, or email us at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com to submit your story. I'll be back again next week with a brand spanking new episode next Tuesday. But until then, have a great week. Stay safe. I love you. Drama school
1: dropout. No graduation day for you. Drama school dropout. Fonct your whole course. Now try something new. Drama school dropout.